Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, downloading and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out on this podcast. What we're going to talk about is cutting people off. Honestly, some people don't deserve to be in your life. And more often than not, we tend to keep them around for all the wrong reasons. So I came across something that I was reading the other day and it talked about the types of characteristics of people who are, you know, kind of toxic for you that you probably should be getting getting out of your life. And uh, I was like, you know what, that'd be a good thing to talk about on the podcast. So sit back, relax. We'll drop the theme music and we'll get the podcast jumping. Let's get it. Welcome back. As I mentioned in the intro, I'm talking about cutting off some of your friends. Now, I know that sounds kind of harsh when you think about it. Uh, Trust me, I'm someone who really values friendships, right? Um, I'll tell anybody, I think I have some of the best friends that you could probably ask for, right? Um, And I think everybody who I consider to be a friend or people that consider me to be a friend are, you know, very useful and very, you know, influential and impactful in my life. Uh, I think sometimes as we get older, you know, things kind of change a little bit. And so as time changes, people change. So when people change, you have to kind of adjust. And sometimes the uh, reality of getting older is that you have to make grown decisions. (laughs) Um, So like I was saying in the intro, I was reading this article that I came across online and uh, it talked about, you know, having toxic friends and not necessarily toxic friends, but friends who have toxic characteristics when it comes to you. Um, And it kind of broke it down as into different categories. And I'll touch on that in just a second. But again, you have to, you know, look at yourself and, and be realistic about who you are and then also be realistic about where these people fall in your life. Um, and of course, like I said, over time, uh, some friends take on different roles as you get older. Uh, and I don't want to necessarily just even though we're talking about friends, this can include family as well, because sometimes you got to cut family off too. Uh, And it's not necessarily the easiest thing to do, but a lot of times you have to do it for your own sanity and your own mental health, right? Uh, Because you shouldn't let friends and family drive you crazy because some will. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so I was reading this article 
and it broke it down into categories and i'll i'll share with you the categories that they talked about uh and i'll just kind of expound and give you my take on these categories um and they are in no particular order uh the first category is the energy vampire now what they mean by that is the energy vampire is the person that you know just leaves you emotionally sapped and physically exhausted just by their mere existence um and i think you know we we have if you look around you probably if you don't have friends or family like that uh it's it's probably likely that they're there and maybe they just don't bring that energy to you and if you don't have it in your life then that's a great thing but yeah it's people that will you know physically drain you (laughs) i mean like you can't emotionally be around them um i remember uh, a close friend of mine telling me about a family member that he had and uh he said just talking to this particular family member like he could talk to the family member for an hour and if they talked for an hour, he might talk for two minutes. And in that hour that they talked, they've got 58 minutes of drama. <laughs> and the conversations was leaving him just like he felt like he was in a fight, like an emotional fight, just listening to somebody just kind of just dump and just complain. And, you know, for lack of a better term, bitching and moaning about everything um yeah you know those kind of people you have to cut off you you just it's it's really in your best interest if you stop and think about it it's you have to do your best to avoid spending time with that kind of person and you really are punishing yourself for allowing them to be in your life you can have people in your life but sometimes you need to keep them at a distance and if you find yourself in a position where you can't keep them at a distance then it becomes a real problem because they can you know put that energy on you and you know it's it's not what you want you know and it doesn't matter if they're you know talking to you or talking about you or just talking about their lives uh nobody wants their energy you know, just drain from being around someone, you know, vampire energies tend to push you beyond your limits. And you could try explaining it to them why they are exhausting, but you're probably going to lose patience trying to do that. I mean, (laughs) and more often than not, the vampire energy, the vampire energy people don't, they don't realize what they're doing. And maybe they do, but for the most part, they don't realize what they're doing. And when you try to talk to them, you know, they're very delusional, if you will, uh, as to, you know, the impact that they're having. So a lot of times what you have to say falls on deaf ears. So cut them off, cut them off and they'll find somebody else to drain. Uh, the second person that they talked about cutting off that you should cut off out of your life is the person that's selfish. 
Um, personally, like I have very little patience for selfish people. Now, I'm somebody who is about myself and, you know, I'm going to big up myself and champion myself at every single turn that I can. Um, but I don't think I'm selfish. So when I met with selfishness or selfish people, um, it immediately rubs me the wrong way. The way that it's described in this article is that, you know, we always have that one or two selfish friend or family member that no matter what anybody else is going through, they still make themselves the center of attention. Now, listen, everybody likes to be the center of attention at some point. But there's always that one person that no matter what happens, no matter what you say, no matter what you do, they've got to be the center of attention. If you talk about the promotion that you got at their job, oh, they got a bigger promotion. If you talk about maybe looking at a car, oh, they just bought a new car. I mean, like, damn, (laughs) can we share in some of my joy a little bit? Um. But yeah, the, the selfish person is the one that's always the center of attention. Uh, they're always looking out for their best interests. And, you know, they're going to take whatever they can get from you in that process. And that's where that becomes problematic because you don't want to assist those who are selfish. Because if you do, in all reality, you're not going to get any credit for any help that you've given them. Um, you know, selfish people will tell you that, you know, or at least allude to the fact that they did it all by themselves on their own. That's not true. Nobody does anything or gets anywhere in life on their own. We all have help no matter what levels of success that you think that you've acquired there's been someone along the way that's helped. You know, maybe you did most of the work, <laughs> but trust me, you didn't do it yourself. But selfish people, I mean, again, they they tend to use people. And the last thing I think that most people want to be is used. Uh, you know, selfish people aren't going to reciprocate when you need something from them. Mm, they usually know where to be found. Usually. And, you know, it, it doesn't get much worse than, you know, needing someone and needing that person and that selfish friend or that selfish family member is nowhere to be found. And I don't mean necessarily needing them, you know, financially or anything like that, but just for whatever, you know, and um, it's not a good feeling. You know, so selfish people, selfish friends, selfish family members. You know, you really, really should keep them at a distance. You should cut them off. You know, I mean, and when I say cut them off, I don't necessarily mean just cut them off and don't speak to them forever. <laughs> this ain't third grade, but you have to, you know, protect your own mental stability and your own sanity and your own mental health, uh, you know, as you go forward. And you know, a lot of times selfish people, you know, they'll they'll drain you as well because <laughs> they're going to take whatever they can get from you and then they're done. And you're left holding the bag and there's nothing for you to say or do. 
because in reality, you know that the person that you were dealing with was selfish from day one. Cut them off. Uh, The next person that they talked about in the article was the one that keeps it real. Man, we don't have enough people in this world. We got a ton of people in this world that keep it way too real. Um, the people that keep it too real, you know, I put it like this. It's great to have someone in your life that tells you the truth. But there's a thin line between, you know, being helpful and being honest with someone and the unnecessary harshness. Uh, case in point, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm online, I'm on, uh, you know, social media, I'm on, I'm, I'm perfect example. I'll use Instagram for example. You know, I see a lot of my women friends on Instagram, you know, working out great thing. Cool. You know, new year starting off this year at the time of this recording is 2019 starting off 2019 the right way in the gym, you know, Winter bodies are made in this. Excuse me. Summer bodies are made in this in the winter. I get it. Right. And then you see, you know, some of these women that are working out, getting themselves right, what have you. And then they may or may not have a friend or a family member say, well, I don't know why you're working out. You can do nothing but eat anyway. <laughs> you're going to gain that weight right back. Whatever weight you lose, you're going to gain right back. That's keeping it too real. Um, there's a way to say any and everything. It's called tact. Uh, most people have some version of tact. Uh, and there's a lot of people that don't have any tact whatsoever. But the ones that keep it real, the real ones, oh man, they have no tact. Um, you know, again, there's a thin line between helpful honesty and unnecessary harshness. And I think when you say something like that, you know, that's just being harsh, borderline hating. <laughs> um, it, listen, we're all adults. You know, you can figure things out on your own. Most things you can figure out on your own and you don't necessarily need somebody that's keeping it real to bring you back to earth or or, or a dose of what their reality is. And if you pay close attention to those who keep it too real, they relish in bringing folks down. You know, they relish in being the bearer of bad news. They relish in bringing, you know, keeping it real with you to the point where they're, quote unquote, putting you in check. You don't need friends or family like that. I mean, you got to cut them off. Just for your own sanity and your own benefit, you have to cut them off. And if you don't cut them off, I mean, they will literally drain the life out of you. <laughs> and they are some of the toughest people to be around. Um, they're there, you know, in a lot of ways to rain on your parade. And, you know, they will cover it by saying, well, hey, I'm just telling it like it is. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. I don't need you to tell it like it is. I, I think I can figure this out from here. Right. You know, I don't I don't need you to keep it real with me. 
Um, and then again, in a lot of ways, they feel like they're doing you some type of service, but it's really a disservice. Cut them off. Friends or family, cut them off. Um, the next person that they talked about in the article was the Debbie Downer. Oh, woe is me. <laughs> um, some people, man, they don't want to be happy. Uh, I've always maintained, even since I was a, a young kid, uh, I think happiness is a choice. You know, now there are external and internal factors that make us happy. But generally speaking, happiness is a choice. You, you know, you, you choose to be happy. Now, there are some who have, you know, the challenges within uh, that, you know, push that happiness, uh, both positive, positively and negatively. Um, but again, you know, it's a choice. That's that's always been my thought process. It's a choice and it's something that you either want or don't want. Um, and honestly, some people don't want to be happy. Some people are addicted to drama. They love negativity uh, because it allows them to be the victim. Um, and no matter how many suggestions you make to that person, uh, they will find a way to insist that the problems in their life just can't be fixed does that sound familiar <laughs> uh those people again you really really have to cut them off because if they're committed to thinking this way there's absolutely nothing that you can do to convince them otherwise they they are set in their ways and they're set in that thought process and there's nothing you can do to change that um you know, pessimism is contagious. I get it. You know, it can creep into your life, you know, at any moment's notice if, when you're not careful. I get it. You know, but at the same time, it's a lot of times when things happen to us, it's all about your perspective on how you look at it. You know, you know, you could be, you know, I don't know, you can get into a car accident. And yeah, if you're in a car accident, yeah, then now you got to look at, OK, what am I going to do about transportation you know, you could be down about the fact that, you know, somebody hit you out of the blue, so forth and so on. Or you could look at it from the standpoint of, well, hey, I survived. I walked away without a scratch. I still have my health. You know, there's two ways to look at it. You know, you, there's I, maybe it's just me because I've always been a positive person. Like I just there's something good in just about any and everything that happens to us. Sometimes you have to look for it. Even on, on the most darkest of days, there's something positive that you can take from that. I've always felt like that. So the Debbie Downers, for me, I've been able to keep out of out of my way, out of sight. <laughs> I just because I, I don't like I don't like negativity and I don't like people who are just, you know, the sky is falling on them every day. Ah, bro, I got the same sky you got. <laughs> You know, and, and we don't have the same opportunities, but at the same time, you know, everything isn't the end of the world. It's not, you know, even on the, the, the toughest times that you go through, it's not the end of the world. But those are people that, you know, the Debbie Downers, man, they they again, they don't want to be happy. And for people who don't want to be happy, there's absolutely nothing that you can do for them. You literally 
could give them $10 million and they still wouldn't be happy. The money's not going to change it. The Nothing. And they just don't want to be happy. And they've chosen not to be happy. So when people choose not to be happy, you have to just kind of accept them for who they are and keep it moving. Because if not, they will bring that to you. Cut them off. Cut them off. Friends or family, cut them off. Got to let them go. It's just not it's, it's not good for you. It's not good at all. Um, the next person that they talked about in the final characteristics, uh, the wise one. <laughs> Man, where do I even begin? Uh, I get it, right? I mean, we're in an era where just about any and everything that you want to know, you can find out on the Internet, right? But come on, man. I mean, there's somebody that, you know, who probably knows and sees just about everything. And they feel compelled to teach you or school you on any and everything. You say, hey, I plan to vote this year. What are you voting for? Voting don't work. Voting hadn't worked all these years. You know, people been voting all these years that don't do nothing. The government is rigged. Da 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 da. <laughs> okay. I plan to eat this steak. You shouldn't eat steak. Do you know what they do to animals? <laughs> okay. You should you should stay woke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean. I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I understand conspiracy theories. I get it. I'm it's just, I mean, like, I just, I don't care enough. I mean, yeah, I probably shouldn't be eating this steak, you know, but I'm going to eat this steak. Why? Because I like steak because I, I can't afford it, you know. Um, should I not eat McDonald's french fries? I probably shouldn't, but I'm going to eat them anyway, right? Um, yeah, there's pesticides and, you know, everything that you put on the plants and all of this stuff, you know, the, the, the wise ones will tell you about everything that's going to kill you. Oh man, you shouldn't eat that. That'll kill you. (laughs) Let me let you in a little secret wise one. Everything's going to kill us. I mean, like, I don't know, maybe at, I don't know, 95 years old, you know, because I ate vegetables in 2010, is that going to take me out? Okay. I live 95 years. Okay. I mean, like, who cares? <laughs> I made it. <laughs> I'd rather vegetables take me out than a bullet or a cop. So I'm hip to the wise ones, the the woke ones, if you will. Um, But yeah, these people are trying to change your entire outlook just to match theirs. And, you know, they try to make you think that how you're living is wrong. You know, why would you want to be around somebody that's constantly and consistently questioning your judgment? I mean, we're grown. I don't need you to tell me what to eat. I've been eating food all my life. <laughs> now, if you say, OK, well, hey, you probably shouldn't smoke. And, I, and for the record, I don't smoke. 
But if you say, hey, you shouldn't smoke, okay, I, okay, that's fine. But I mean, there's people in this world that smoke cigarettes, they smoke weed, they smoke whatever. You know, I choose not to because it's not for me. But, you know, I don't know. Be be very cautious of the wise ones or the woke ones, if you will. You know, they got all the answers. They got all the sauce. And most of, most of the time, it's just talk. It's just talk. They want you to do exactly what they're doing and to live exactly how they're living. Now, I, I'm not someone who's going to dump on someone who's trying to give me information. But again, you know, I don't want to hear your conspiracy theories about why the government is the way that it is and why this symbol on the dollar bill signalizes <laughs> white supremacy. I, I don't care. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. I mean, if you want me to care? Tough. I don't. <laughs> there's no knock on what you're trying to tell me but you know and i think that's the approach that most people should have like you 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 want you will receive that information in due time and you know but you can't change people and you can't change people to make them think how you think just because you're quote unquote woke or you're the wise one that you know everybody's gonna follow suit and everybody that doesn't follow suit is lame nah it's not the way the world works it's, it's not it's not but yeah that like i said that's how they broke it down in the article um i'll say this man for everybody listening you you deserve to be happy first and foremost um i think most people most of you listening myself included are people pleasers we want to please those around us we want to make people happy you know more importantly you want to make yourself happy um and we allow people in and out of our lives to do whatever we want them to do to us and for us so you know when it becomes a situation where what they're doing is negatively affecting us you got to cut them off you just have to cut them off i mean because it's really not worth your time nor your efforts and you know when you get to my be my age (laughs) in your 40s uh you know i don't know necessarily that you or in a position where you are necessarily seeking new friends. At least I ain't seeking no new friends. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it, it's you have to put people in their certain places and perspective and, and how they are in your life. And if that means that you need to remove them, then so be it. You know, because, again, if you don't set healthy boundaries to protect yourself from the negativity that these people are bringing to you, then you suffer unnecessarily. And for that, you can only blame yourself, not the other person. That's going to do it for me. Thanks again for checking out the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.